um fitness um i'll say this fitness okay. is a very subjective term okay. it can differ from person to person okay it differs from a cricketer to a footballer to a, an old aged woman or a middle aged man to a teenage girl to what is up everybody this is aishwarya here and you're listening to the sports glory the sports glory So what's up what's up you how are you I'm I'm good thank you how are you Amazing as always Awesome Yeah it's it's super amazing that you actually showed up it it's a pleasure for me here <laughs> Oh it's the pleasure is mine actually because uh, I've been waiting to do something of this kind for a long long time and uh, it's my honor and pleasure to be on this podcast with you so thank you really That that's great thanks a lot for that so let's begin the podcast Yes, let's go. So, why did you choose sports science? Tell me that. <laughs> so, um my journey is a little bit of a, you know, up and down like most people, but it has always been down. So, okay. what happened was uh, I was always interested in something with uh in relation to biology and I was always a person who plays sports. I'm a cricketer, wicketkeeper and things like that. I was always inclined towards that and I loved studying sport, right? I initially thought I wanted to do uh sports medicine. Okay. I I emphasize I wanted to I thought I wanted to do. Okay, and I then I realized that, that I feel on that my plan was the absolutely. same doing MBBS and then doing that. Absolutely. I okay. I thought I'll do sports medicine okay. but I realized that no that's not what I want to do and I researched and found out this amazing course called sports science. So that's okay, how that's cool. I'm here. Okay, are you enjoying sports science? absolutely man it's uh, it's amazing it's it's a lot of fun and it also challenges you challenges you on many levels to you know think and think critically find out reasoning and you're really more of a scientist rather than somebody who's playing contrary to popular belief okay okay so like explain to an absolute beginner what is sports science all about so uh, i'd like to say that first of all in simple terms it's just one statement sports science is the bridge between medicine and sport right so what we are medical professionals so uh, what we essentially do is that we have a deep understanding of uh, medicine okay. things like anatomy physiology biochemistry and all the subjects that uh, medical students study in their first year we do too but uh, there is a certain amount we do not need to know as much as they do okay. but we learn all of the subjects that uh, medical students do and uh, we use that knowledge of the human body in order to understand its role in sports in performance and we try to implement our own knowledge and uh, build up on that knowledge actually okay when i'm saying i feel like i should have taken up sports science man i feel bad now <laughs> it's not too late okay let me see that oh. now tell me what is fitness all about and you know like you're doing sports science as that you will you will have better explanation to it absolutely so yeah. um fitness um i'll say this fitness okay. is a very subjective term okay. it can differ from person to person okay it differs from a cricketer to a footballer to a, an old aged woman or a middle aged man to a teenage girl to a youth uh, athlete it differs okay fitness really really differs but ultimately uh at the core of its essence what it's uh, what it is is the ability 
the capability to do certain things that you're required to do right that okay. is what fitness generally means but it's very very subjective okay so like what's the difference between this bodybuilding and fitness because i'm sure like we are confusing this term a lot thank you so much yeah. for asking that question because okay. uh, there's a lot of distortion between what fitness is and what bodybuilding is okay, okay. Uh, in india you will see that bodybuilding is actually called the fitness industry i, yeah. I still do not know yeah. why okay i still don't know why why that is but i think it's it's a cultural issue we'll, we'll get to that okay. but <laughs> bodybuilding and fitness are two very very different things okay you do not need to be a bodybuilder to be fit or you do not need to have certain aesthetics to be fit okay let me just put that out there you do okay. not need to have six pack abs um, striations and things <laughs> like that to be termed fit okay, okay? Uh, because uh, uh, no disrespect to bodybuilders okay it's a very very hard sport mentally physically and no disrespect to them but my issue is with you know bodybuilding being translated as fitness okay. to people and that is not okay man and that is why um, it is important that people talk a lot more about fitness as a subjective term and very specific to them and that's what we as sports scientists do we uh, make personalize we personalize the entire experience of health fitness movement to each and every individual so that it caters to their needs unlike bodybuilding which i again do not have any disrespect <laughs> okay, for uh, where it's it's very spe- it, it's it's very general you just need to have a lot of muscles and it, it there's a lot of science behind that as well uh, which we also can apply sports science to um exercise science more specifically but uh, that is what it is at the core but it's being distorted right now in the current scenario okay because you know like in my home i have seen my mom getting confused this bodybuilding and fitness together when i told her i'm going to start lifting weights when i was in when i was 15 16 i guess for my badminton strength training and she was like what if we get bulky and all with those uh, bulky arms and all it, it took me a lot of time to explain her that uh, you have lots of science behind it and nothing happens to females like that absolutely absolutely there's a lot of science behind as to why uh, you should i i think everybody just are, uh, especially the female population that i have come across and talk to with regards to fitness and strength training especially you know lifting weights they just think that if i'm going to lift 2 kg 2 kilo dumbbells i'm just exaggerating <laughs> yeah. if i lift 2 kilo dumbbells i'm going to have 19 inch biceps i mean that's what they think and the term bulked up is used a lot and i i, I constantly wonder look i have been working out for four years okay <laughs> i am anything but bulked up if i cannot do it what makes you think that you lifting a two wheeler dumbbell will get you 19 yeah, inch biceps exactly, yeah. you know like even my friends do it like those who are not into sports still think that they get bulky when they lift weights it's I hard for me to explain of, there's a lot of myth and misconception yeah. and i think I, i'm gonna break a lot of that today okay So to what extent do you guess body building overlaps into sports and fitness? It overlaps a lot. Okay. It overlaps a lot. I mean, uh, have you gone to gyms? Yeah. I'm sure you have. I do. Have you gone to the commercial gyms? The first thing you'll see is a picture of a man with six pack ripped abs <laughs> yeah. and like proper perfect aesthetics and there's a woman who's you know proper fit and like she has defined abs and perfect glutes and things like that <laughs> that that is hard to achieve first okay. of all it's not impossible i'll not say it's impossible but it's very very hard to achieve but people are doing it a lot but what's 
the issue is we are not being taught to move properly right yeah. if i am a guy who just wants to move properly i'm not able to do it because whenever i go to a gym the first thing they are oh weight loss or muscle building ah. these are the two questions yeah, that yeah, exactly. if i say listen i am a cricketer i just i am a wicket keeper i need to move properly ah uh, ah uh, okay do adductor uh, extensions and <laughs> i don't know they use all these terms and i just like what I, i do not want that but we are constantly being fed that sort of information that to perform better also you need to have big muscles yeah. and that is not honestly so there is a lot of overlap between bodybuilding and fitness and it's interchangeably used now which is not supposed to happen yeah and when you go to all this uh, commercial gyms they don't have proper trainers and all i've been there in my city i mean in my district it's been super shit <laughs> and you know i paid them 6000 bucks for that shit i still regret doing that true true it's very very expensive in yeah. india to have a personal trainer but they i have no disrespect to them but like uh, most of the guys i have met are absolute shit they don't know they don't <laughs> have a clue they don't have a single bit of clue single shred okay of the understanding of the human body all they know is how to make you look big that's all <laughs> okay so like now especially in this lockdown you know i see so much of ads on my instagram and facebook lots of fitness certification courses just for 2000 bucks when like how yeah, can okay. they become fitness like coach because of that do you yes, think uh, it's worth it i'll tell you this one thing okay, okay. there are certain there are certifications and then there are accreditations okay. okay certain accreditations they come with a certain prerequisite understanding of certain subjects that we also study but it's like a crash course accreditations okay. things like the uh, asca australian strength and conditioning association level 1 level 2 and it keeps going these are certain accreditations and then there are certifications that say i will make you a world class athlete <laughs> athlete they use okay, the word okay. athlete okay, okay bodybuilders are athletes okay <laughs> they are athletes i agree but uh, this is where my problem lies the, what they do is i will make you a world class trainer to you know in two weeks i mean how does that happen i have been studying this subject for 3 years and i still don't understand a lot of stuff that is going on how can you do it in two weeks but i will also say this that uh, they can be used as a beginner's guide into fitness okay. it can be used as a beginner's guide into understanding human body understanding training understanding nutrition and applying it to yourself but when you're training another individual you are accountable to them okay. you need to know your stuff because their lives depend on you yeah. and that is how serious it is but i don't think a majority of the trainers or the audience or the, i mean the clientele they don't get it they just think that people who look big with like <laughs> muscles and like six pack and look freaking strong they'll know what they're doing but that's not yeah. the case you know like even let me be honest with you even you know when i before getting connected with css and with these sports science people like you guys i actually disrespect all the fitness trainers because the gym and the commercial gyms i have been they are super shit and i hate it I didn't know there is so much of science involved behind it. You know, super respect to you guys for doing that. Absolutely, there is a lot of science involved. But you know, there's also this other problem with these uh, accreditation certifications. Okay. Okay. So I am studying. So let me give you an example. I am studying sports and exercise science okay. as an undergraduate, which okay. means I take my career very, very seriously, and I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And I have dedicated entire four years to understanding this subject. and coming out as a professional okay okay but now what happens is that uh, 
there's not people even when i go and tell them like look i'm a sports and exercise science individual the first thing they ask me oh gym trainer ah ha like, yeah no. i've heard that no sports and exercise science is not a gym trainer yeah. i mean i can be but i can also be a lot of other things things like sports psychology things like sports nutrition things like biomechanics that is the analyzing movement yeah. and i can do so many other things and they just say uh if, let's say they're hiring right what happens across the country when they're hiring at gyms is that do you have this level cert- this certification level 1 this certification level 2 how many years work experience do you have and it's really sad that you know they do not understand the value of degrees okay it's a proper degree man it's a a certification course is done for weeks i am doing this for years you cannot put us both on the same level and worse you're valuing the certification more than you value my degree yeah right and that is a severe problem people with masters degrees have been turned down jobs because they do not have a certain certification boss they have been doing this for years they understand more than you could possibly do with that certification but i think um, things should change and i hope they change but uh, it's sad that things are like that but it is great that you guys are doing this sports science as your undergraduate thing because most of the people don't do it even when i actually had plans to do it my mom was the same thing she told me you doing going to be a gym trainer what's that she exact thing that she asked me when i told it i want to do this course but i i'm sure it's going to change in the future because you know yeah. we are evolving generally the youth are actually evolving a lot true i have i have a bunch of seniors who are like super super cool and they know what they're doing man i have a bunch of friends and we're like a nice tight knit community and we we work on all these things uh, okay. and it's really amazing at what potential our country has with regards to sports science because it's really growing of course uh um, certain nations like the united kingdom new zealand australia are all very very ahead but we do not lack potential we have a bunch of talent and i would actually suggest all the listeners to give and to go and look at what sports science actually is and it's not just gym training guys please yeah. it's not gym training please <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it's a lot of potential man and i hope things change in the future and i hope we are at the forefront of changing things yeah. for the country you know like i also see right now the sports industry is actually growing and evolving you know it's not the same as before we are getting lots of leagues you know lots of women's leagues are coming up like football leagues are coming up you know we we never expected any game than cricket in india but you know like we have pro kabaddi this volleyball league everything is coming up and they're actually growing and exactly. with that i'm sure sports is also going to grow because we need like uh, you know uh, sports scientists yeah and yeah. and i think that's where our role Yeah, comes it comes. So, like, what are the problem in the current fitness culture in India? Tell me about that. I'm sure you have uh, more to talk. <laughs> current fitness culture. Uh, first thing is, please, bodybuilding and fitness are not <laughs> the same. They are being interchangeably used, yeah. and that's not cool, right? But you do not have to have. Again, I'm saying this again. You do not have to look a certain way to be able to do certain things. I have seen absolutely huge guys. Okay, and they're like. properly ripped you'll think oh wow this is a model proper guy this is how he should look or a girl this is how she should look and they have absolutely shitty exercise form they okay. are not able to do a proper squat they're not able to do a proper deadlift and i just wonder guys how are you calling yourself fit right if i ask you if i ask you and say 
uh, if I ask, let's say a bodybuilder, dude, run, and there's a dog chasing you, what will you do? You, the first thing you want to do is run, right? Yeah. They'll not be able to do that. I've seen a lot of these guys. They sit up, they stand on the treadmill, and they're just walking. Like seriously, bodybuilders can't run. I didn't know that. It's very hard for them to run, just simply okay. because of the size at which they are. You've seen okay. them; they're huge. Yeah. They're like this huge, proper lats, proper abs, okay. and like huge guys, but they cannot run. I didn't and know this. <laughs> they cannot. Just okay. go ask them. Have you go to your commercial gym? Ask the dude. Dude, can you run five kilometers in without like, losing your? I with in my commercial gym is full of you know belly fats and. Uh, <laughs> I hope you get what <laughs> I mean. It's also there. Okay. That is also there, but uh, I have seen, man. I have seen okay. this, uh, but I think that's where it, things have to change. I, I don't know. I, I'm just. I do not have any disrespect for them. I just okay. do not want the general public and the common youth that is growing to think that fitness is equal to having six packs. That's okay. not true. Okay. You need to be able to do certain things. You need to be able to run for your life. You need to be strong enough to pull yourself if you're hanging off a cliff. you need to be able to lift things without injuring yourself okay. and if you are playing some sport not one sport you should be playing multiple sports and you should be able to do it efficiently that okay. is what i in my opinion that is fitness for me and i think it should also be for a lot of people but again if it's subjective okay if you want to look a certain way please go ahead but do not call it fitness that's all mm-hmm. i'm saying and that is a problem that is a cultural problem in this country because oh man i can keep going on and on about <laughs> this because it it's it pains me you know because i okay. i think i'll tell you i'll honestly say this because i also had the idea that i have grown up in this industry and i have also seen not industry i've grown up in this time where bodybuilding is equal to fitness i also wanted to have 17 inch biceps but people kept telling me bro you have to eat meat but i'm a vegetarian <laughs> and okay. i said eh, why do i have to eat meat to be healthy right <laughs> and why do i why do i have to do all these things inject myself with stuff and uh, have to look big no that's not fitness and that change of perspective came only when i joined sports science and i'm studying it now and i'm like oh wow this is what i want to do okay you know i feel like sharing this you know when i actually came to cs i guess it was 2018 october or november sometime i don't remember exactly but that was the time i actually had my accident two years back from then and i was totally bedridden and all like i had a final i mean spinal fracture so like it it almost took me so much of like physiotherapy and so much of you know those uh, mental breakdowns i had so much of that and you know once i was fine only then i actually went to college and all so when i dropped off and i came to css uh, only thing that i had in mind was i have to lose weight because when i came i was actually 86 i don't know if you have seen me that time or not i'll i'll send you a photo after this <laughs> i was 86 back then and that one day i actually spoke to polisar and i felt i need to do this and i actually cut my hair just because of that so that i can actually feel a change in myself when i look into the mirror because when i saw myself before i was actually like feeling those silly stuff that happened to me every time and uh, when i actually talked to polisar uh, you know my perspective about this changed completely i always thought i just need to run and do cardio just to lose weight but my perspective and that one hour conversation that i had with coach sir actually changed thinking about fitness and whole part about it no i'm i'm really glad that you shared this because uh, you've come out of an injury that is so severe yeah. and you have come out really really strong and you're coming yeah. out with an initiative to uh, you know educate people and to change perspective and to change the thinking in a certain direction and that's very very i'm i'm super glad that you're doing this <laughs> and you also you also shared your story on instagram about uh, your life story right and that yeah. is 
super cool man it takes a lot of courage to do these kind of things and it takes initiative and power so more okay. power to you girl go go ahead come uh, thanks, the world thanks thanks you are for that <laughs> so like now let's get into this nutrition part okay so give us oh, some examples wow. of this myths about nutrition because i am sure there are whole bunch about it i already mentioned one that okay. is you'll have to eat meat to uh, gain muscle okay uh, that is not true okay i will respectfully say this without any offense to the non vegetarian <laughs> friends of mine and listeners you do not necessarily have to eat meat you to be muscular okay if you are okay. looking for bodybuilding then i don't know please don't ask me but you <laughs> do not necessarily need to have uh, uh, you know you do not need to gorge on chicken or eggs you do not need to do that but chicken has and become you, super shit now you know with lots of uh, steroids injections and all <laughs> I, I wouldn't know because i am a vegetarian but uh, i have been okay? okay i have been and i'm not pretty bad myself okay. okay i play cricket i play badminton i can run i can do a lot of heavy lifting i don't eat meat i'm okay. still strong enough why because the it's a myth that you need to uh, eat meat to you know gain muscle that is one the second thing is uh, uh, about supplements Okay. Parents, especially when I first told my mom, "Mom, I'm gonna order, uh, you know, whey supplement." She's like, "Oh, it's powder. <laughs> it's 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 you know, it's uh, artificially manufactured. It'll do bad to your body." And I was like, "No, that's not what it does. It is actually just milk, whey protein. I'm saying it's just milk. And you know, once you make that paneer, that water is there. They'll process it a little bit, so it's easy to digest and it's very very nutritious. You should also have it." that's what i told mom and she's like no it's artificial it's bad and she's like no that's not true then there's things like there's a lot of stuff man i mean first one is vegetarianism oh the this one i love this one again this okay. is a bodybuilding uh, you need to eat like a bodybuilder to be an athlete <laughs> no they are very very different okay you need to eat like an athlete to be an athlete you need okay. to eat like a bodybuilder to be a bodybuilder you do not you do not interchange these two okay okay because it's very hard to eat like a bodybuilder and that is why i have massive respect for them but athletes listening to me please don't eat like bodybuilders <laughs> eat normal home cooked food okay you do not have to have fancy stuff you can just have normal food and it's just about proportions and understanding what is going into your body how much it should go controlling that monitoring it and you're fine that's okay. all you do not need to be so complicated in terms of you know what you're eating salads with like <laughs> caesar and like dijon mustard and things like you do not need to do, do all of that if you like it please go ahead but you do not necessarily need to eat like that in order to be healthy i'm just saying okay. So, so like you know like uh, right now intermittent fasting is actually trending for some time like do you have any idea fasting. about it yes i have idea about it intermittent okay. fasting let me tell you this there is intermittent fasting there is keto there yeah. is uh, there is you know paleo there's there was the gm diet a few <laughs> years back i i'll tell you this okay i have done intermittent fasting i have done the gm diet okay gm diet made me feel like shit but i just wanted to do it because mental strength okay and i did it there's not much difference honestly but it just made me feel very very groggy and mental okay. uh, in a very in a very bad way so crash diets are not the way to go guys um, please don't do crash dieting in that i will lose 6 <laughs> kilos in 3 weeks no or 6 kilos in 2 weeks 
or 4 kilos in one week no that's not going to happen it takes a long time for your body to adjust to that kind of thing and uh, actually become you know adapted and lose weight or fat they are not interchangeable weight and fat are not interchangeable <laughs> yeah. okay so if you want to lose fat you'll have to eat a certain way if you want to gain muscle you'll have to eat a certain way okay that is one and intermittent fasting also i have done uh, i'll tell you all of these diets okay whatever works for you please go ahead and do it okay. but it should be sustainable you need to be able to do it for the rest of your life so whenever you're beginning a nutrition plan even if it is given to you by your uh, nutritionist ask yourself this can i eat like this for the rest of my life if the answer is yes go ahead if the answer is no then rethink all your decisions if intermittent fasting look i might not be a person who works on breakfast right okay. i might not be somebody who you know i'm okay with skipping a breakfast so intermittent fasting will be easy i'm okay with skipping dinner i'm okay with skipping lunch fine i can do intermittent fasting but think about somebody who needs to keep eating throughout the day okay they'll not be able to do intermittent fasting because it will not work for them it it's not mentally uh, you know you, it's not sustainable you cannot do it for a long time and that's if it doesn't work for you don't go ahead and do it but there is research good research and bad research i mean a contradictory research there's never bad research this contradictory okay. information on uh, intermittent fasting i think it just depends on what you what is sustainable for you how long you can do it for and if you're happy if you're feeling happy about yourself that's all that matters like i personally so, have been doing it for a long time i guess it, it's been more than 6 7 months i guess i've been doing this intermittent fasting i do i actually skip my uh, dinner i don't okay. eat How anything after 5:30 and super amazing you know i feel energetic throughout the day and second thing is i actually stopped you know i mean stopped craving for foods that's the best thing <laughs> good yeah. see now it's working for you now th- with the information that you've given me i can say that it is working for you so please go ahead and do it yeah. if you can maintain it for a long time and if it's working for you uh, and you are achieving the desired result go ahead and do it there's nothing to stop you if keto works for you go ahead and do it but uh, there's also a lot of research on keto i'll not get into the details okay. so yeah whatever works for and you one and one more cringe fact about this intermittent fasting is that when you are you know when you're staying away from home when you're staying in hostel it saves you a pocket money <laughs> yeah it saves a lot of money yeah. because you are essentially cutting down on one meal yeah. but yeah <laughs> so that it, it it's something amazing to me that that's happening because you know i stay in hostel and i have to eat those super shitty mess food at night <laughs> good man whatever works yeah. for you yeah so now tell us about uh, your fitness journey and how it's been going on my fitness journey okay. okay personally right now my fitness journey is on a downhill okay and i am not feeling too good about myself because of online classes and okay. <laughs> i'm skipping workouts i'm skipping my meals i'm not having control things like this happen okay, okay. and i you everybody it happens with everybody and uh, we need to embrace it rather than you know reject the idea of oh my god <laughs> i went over my diet today i did not stick to it it'll happen okay we're all human and we're not perfect and it happens and it's fine what matters in nutrition and uh, working out is consistency something i'm not having right now uh, it's consistency and uh, once the important thing in my opinion is uh, to get into you know a routine so my fitness journey fitness journey began okay. very recently okay. before that it was bodybuilding journey <laughs> because i kept you know lifting weights to become big but it okay. didn't work out 
uh, it's only now that after studying sports science and you know getting all of these uh, insights into what fitness is i've uh, big, i've improved and uh, okay. i'm def- i'm genuinely more fit now uh, throughout the lockdown for i don't know how long it has been because i don't know what day it is today <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been so long oh it's sunday oh wow yeah. so it's been so long uh, but i was pretty regular for about 2 3 months but i think okay. i'm sort of having a burnout or i'm kind of on a downhill but i'm okay. sure i can fix it soon but yeah that's been my fitness journey i've been into this for quite some time and i'm pretty good i i do not uh, okay let me be honest i care okay. a little bit about how i look okay, okay. and that's bad and that's because of the uh, idea that's been put into my head <laughs> okay. uh, it's some sort of a goal that i want to achieve at some point in my life it's not coming now but it will soon come i'll achieve that and then i'll probably be happy with myself but i'm still happy because i can that's do a lot true. of things that i do a lot of things that people cannot i can lift super heavy weights i can eat what i want i moderate i pay attention to all these things i monitor my food i track calories i track water okay. i track sleep and uh, i'm kind of consistent with it i would say about 70 or 60% consistent with it okay. and it will show results but uh, once i get to the 80 90 mark I'll, i'm pretty sure i'll be fine and i'll soon get there so keep uh, keep track of me because i'll do that sure someday. sure i'm going to do that <laughs> because i because i see you coming up with lots of stories on instagrams you know doing yes, out workouts yes. in your terrace now yeah, i think yeah that. yeah yeah i think the entire covid 19 pandemic has changed my view on body weight training because okay. i thought i'm very strong i'm deadlifting 50 <laughs> 60 kilos i come home and i'm not able to do this one simple movement it looks simple but it's not so i think uh, home working out and thinking about new exercises and thinking in a very different perspective itself has challenged me in ways that i thought it would never okay, okay i have seriously found body weight training to be more challenging than weight training but i think once you get control of body your own body then you can go ahead and lift so this has changed a lot for me okay. personally and i also guess you know because of this pandemic situation i see so many people are actually you know trying to educate themselves about fitness you know because yeah. they are you know they are coming up because they all took it for granted that's that one biggest uh, thing is covid 19 has taught us yeah suddenly when your life is you know when your life hangs <laughs> by immunity healthy and uh, comorbid conditions all these terminologies <laughs> yeah. were already existent but suddenly when covid 19 pandemic has come and you are at risk everybody starts talking about it but i think that's good it's yeah. a wake up call for everybody so that's a good thing yeah, right now when i go to terrace for my workouts i see so many of the people you know walking and doing some skip ropes and all in their terrace that's it's good. so nice that's good So let's let's talk about your future plan. So what's your future plan and after sports science? <laughs> My future plan after okay. sports science. Um I really don't uh, know honestly okay. because I still feel there's a lot to explore in okay. sports science itself and I feel I need to develop a taste for something. Okay. And uh, I need to find out where my uh, abilities and where my interest lies i still need to figure that out but uh, a fellow friend of mine who you had on the previous episode yeah. of this podcast he and i have been working on something really interesting which obviously i cannot share the details of you are making uh, me excited man like he kept he or he told me the same thing and you are too yeah because we have agreed to each other that we okay. are not going to reveal much okay and uh, so yeah that's what has been happening but it's very exciting to work on something you know work on something new something creative and that's what we're doing right now uh, once it comes to fruition we both will be there on the podcast with you to you know okay. discuss it okay i'll be happy to have you then 
Sure, sure. So that is yeah. my future plan. Of course, I think I would want to study further. Okay. I would also want to gain some work experience. I I really want to help people around me, and okay. that is I think the most important thing for me currently. So yeah. Okay. So I actually got some Q and A's from my Insta audience. So I guess you can answer some of Bring these. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it the on. The first question is: Are abdominal exercises effective if I want to lose extra fat around my stomach? <laughs> Oh wow this is uh, this is right in my ballpark it's a very commonly asked question yeah. right let me say this spot reduction is equal to myth okay? okay you cannot control where you lose fat from if you work your legs too much does not mean you will lose fat from there if you lose if you do a lot of abdominal exercises does not mean you will lose fat from there fat loss is a result of an overall energy deficit in your body okay okay when your body is being uh, so what happens let me ex- explain the physiology a little bit okay. so think of this i am eating uh, a certain amount of calories uh, that my body requires okay uh, to maintain it now if uh, to maintain to just perform basic functions of my day to day activities if i eat more than that if i eat more calories than that what happens is there is extra energy coming in okay. what the body does it says okay um you're giving me more energy than i require so what i'll do is i'll store it and it's stored in the form of fat okay okay but what you do you're eating a certain amount of calories that is required now this time instead of eating more you eat less once you eat less than what your body actually requires what your body does is oh my god i am not receiving enough energy let me go to my storage which is okay. the fat okay now when the fat when you are at an energy deficit or a caloric deficit is when you lose fat okay, okay? now caloric deficit can be achieved using nutrition and exercise both as it's effective when both are there as interventions okay but spot reduction is a myth if i lose fat i cannot control where my body takes fat from i can only control me eating me working out properly that's all i cannot control oh i want to lose fat from my stomach i want to lose fat from my back i cannot control that okay only if you lose fat you lose it from everywhere in your body that's what happens you know i see lots of youtubers you know this fitness of uh, people out there putting up you know lose lose abs i mean gain abs in just 60 days do this five exercises i'm like how can you do that <laughs> mm-hmm. doesn't work that way it doesn't work that way sorry to break your bubble but it doesn't work that way yeah i've seen also like get six bags i mean six packs in six days videos i've seen them yeah there was this very very famous uh, guy before i think i i would not like to name him but okay. he used to say all this stuff he used to say all this stuff and i was like see that's where i began right that's the kind of idea that is put into my yeah. head that i can get back in 6 days and it's really really bad because yeah. it's not possible and it's impractical to do something like that and i think as uh, individuals you need to have the moral responsibility to your viewers to your listeners as to what you're giving them you cannot be giving absolute shit to them yeah right uh, there is this guy called abhi asking me like i have been working out for a while but now uh, like i have stopped losing weight what what is happening with my body you have stopped losing your weight okay how yeah. lo- so there are a lot of questions that i'll ask okay. how long have you been working out okay. what was your goal what have you been doing how much have you been eating are you sleeping well so these are all lot of questions okay. and this is not something that you can uh, you know answer in one word so i will 
as every sports science student will say or sports science professional will say it is subjective what okay. are your goals <laughs> these are the questions that i'll ask back so okay. that person can probably you know hit me up uh, somewhere on instagram okay, sure. and i can understand yeah. yeah so i mean i have a question like do you guess uh, sleep plays an important role in our fitness oh my god i just presented last week on okay. sleep okay sleep is very 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 important because okay. sleep has certain functions that we have not physiologically understood we okay. have not understood its importance through science but we know it is important okay so athletes so if you do not sleep properly you will not recover properly that is one if you do not sleep properly all the skills that you've learned like uh, things like you know let's say i'm play learning a stroke today i will not be able to retain it in my memory properly if i do not sleep well okay so there's a lot of, so there are four stages of sleep stage 1 stage 2 stage 3 stage 4 and uh, two types of sleep that is rem and non rem okay uh, rapid eye movement and non rapid eye movement so what happens is your body needs a certain amount of non rapid eye movement sleep and certain amount of rapid eye movement sleep okay if it does not get that the effects will show in your waking time so there's a lot lot about sleep that is uh, so two important things sleep duration and sleep quality these two are very very important things if you are an athlete and you need to need to pay attention to it but a lot of us take it for granted yeah. why because it takes people at 12 in the night or 2 <laughs> in the morning i have been there i have taken this sleep for granted so much and actually you know after talking to you guys like ashwati and all i actually know like educated myself about the importance of sleep <laughs> Oh, let me also tell you this sleep is important for fat loss if you want to lose fat you should sleep more okay, okay. that is scientifically proven okay so this last question from barani can i do both strength and cardio every day can i do both strength and cardio every day again depends okay. on your goals depends okay. it's very subjective i will tell you one thing though please do not do strength and cardio in the same session do not do it one after the other because he is asking like have... strength in the morning and cardio in the evening does that work yeah it okay. works but it depends on what your goals are and if okay. your body can recover out of it okay? okay because a lot of athletes have multiple sessions and if you are an athlete then you probably can do it but again it depends on goals depends it's a very subjective thing okay now we are almost uh, like reached the end of this podcast and this one particular question that i want to ask you is your top three advice to everyone who is actually starting up with the fitness journey starting up with the fitness journey top three yeah first do not have unrealistic expectations okay. out of your body okay second second stay consistent okay consistent and regular and dedicated there are more than three actually three okay. stay patient okay and uh, four enjoy the process not the result that's all okay that was super amazing point to point <laughs> my pleasure yeah you know like thanks a lot shivnath it was amazing actually talking to you you know i am sure the listeners you know they going to they going to educate them to about this myths about this fitness and bodybuilding yeah. basically <laughs> yeah i'm i'm super happy we had this conversation because my intention was also to guide people and i want to do something of this kind and you provided me the platform so really thank you okay welcome welcome for that thanks a lot for listening and hope you enjoyed the podcast and if you want to get featured don't forget to dm me on instagram at limelight_aish and have an amazing day ahead and signing off limelight aish